Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Grizz Griswold, head of marketing of Finos, and this is the Open Source and Finance Podcast. And on this episode of the podcast, I sit down with Stephen Hawkins, who's the principal engineer at ClearBank. We talk a little bit about his journey and ClearBank's journey, but we talk a lot about opportunities and challenges uh, within open source for fintechs and paytechs and uh, challenger banks. So sit back, relax, and cue the music. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Grizz Griswold of Finos. Hope you're doing well. Today with me on the podcast, I have Stephen Hawkins, who is a principal engineer at, at ClearBank. Stephen, good morning. Oh, wait, good, good afternoon. How are you? <laughs> good morning. Good afternoon. How's it going? Very well. Very well. Thank you very much. Um, uh, I, I, we will talk about your um, uh, your role change at some point, but um, uh, but. Uh, Stephen, I'd like to know a little bit about you and um, kind of, you know, we love to hear journeys about developers. We love to hear journeys about, you know, um, you know, people within this industry and kind of where they came from and, and, you know, how you got to be, you know, principal engineer at ClearBank and, and, you know, what you've been doing the, you know, the past six years, but also, you know, also before that, um, I saw Building Society and, and uh, other things within your resume. So, uh, so hi, tell us about Stephen. Yeah, of course, of course. Like you say, the last six years have really been mostly at ClearBank. So we can talk about that in a bit more detail throughout the rest of this conversation. But uh, all the other previous employers have been in financial services regulated companies. So as you said, like there's been building societies in there, insurance companies. There's been there's been a bit of a mixed bag, but always in a in that regulated environment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll talk a bit about my role change in a bit, I guess. But um, all the way through those um, different uh, uh, organizations, I've always been in what we call nowadays like the, the platform type team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think what's happened recently with uh, in in this in ClearBank, my recent changes are kind of moving into this enabling team role. So uh, that principal engineer is where we're looking a bit wider across the industry, uh, trying to uh, look at our state and what's going to hit us in the next 12, 24 months and preparing us for the things we actually need to take care of now to to not have them blocked, like the flow of delivery. So that, that's, that's where, where I'm at the moment. Okay, cool. And, and so, um, you know, we, we've kind of talked back and forth and, and, and we did too before, uh, uh, before you joined us at Open Source and Finance Forum back in London in July. Um, but but kind of tell us where ClearBank is um, and and um, and a what you know what you do, but then b why it's kind of it it's it's this different layer of you know not quite a fintech. Not I I, I will not put words into your mouth. Um, let me do that. Uh, tell us about fint. Tell us about ClearBank and um, tell us where you folks sit. Um, I guess within the the entire ecosystem. Yeah, of course. So um, um, you're, you're right. We're, we're more like a business to business company. So you're not probably going to see us uh, on a retail app or something like that around financial services, but you may see us within those around uh, providing the back end services, if you like, to other financial organizations. So the way we like to put it is like ClearBank provides a, a, a streamlined um, transactional solution, which other fintechs can um, take on. We've mm-hmm. got very much a fintech mindset ourselves, but we are like a fully operating, uh, functioning, licensed and regulated bank 
within that. So we hold the license, if you like. Right. Right. Um, so I mean, a couple of other things we well, people we service are you know some of them are banks, some of them are financial services, some of them are fintechs. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of examples like J.P. Morgan from one end to Tide on another with business banking to your investment apps like um, Chip as well. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a, it's quite a wide range of different um, customers that we serve. Okay, um, and and so this is a, a and again, just just excuse me. I'm going to ask questions. Um, you know, is this like the layer below, like payments and paytech, um, or is it, um, uh, you know, I, I know I, you said customers. I guess what I'm I, I would really like to know is like, yeah, where it, this <laughs> this is not a commercial, <laughs> by the way. But 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 you know, like if a fintech was, are are you are you working with paytechs? Would they come to you and say? You know, hey, because you are regulated, or because you have the, I guess the link to the regulators, and we do not, then you know, where where can where can you be useful to them? It, yeah, if, of course. If you so, are. Maybe maybe so. I'll try and I'll answer it with maybe like the core grouping of products um, mm-hmm. that we 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 give out to our customers, so that their accounts and that's real or virtual. Right. In the UK, we've got FSCS protected ones, um, uh, and then uh, we've got clearing as another product. So that's access to make those payments, whether it's chaps, backs, um, which are swift ones or, or faster payments in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one we offer is just a bit, a bit of a larger product suite is um, embedded banking. Okay. So trying to offer a, offer a, a non-financial institutions the possibility to create their own banking services like an Uber or or, or whatever okay. um so uh, what, what you mentioned there about the paytex I'm, I'm i'm guessing we're referring there to what we call like emis electronic money institutions yeah so they're the sort of customers which we do have as well yeah so they're, they're wanting to process payments through us into the individual uh, payment schemes okay cool um so if you're looking for never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um all right so so you know let's let's talk about um uh ClearBank and and open source. Um, you know, uh, 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 do you use open source? Do uh, do you consume open source? I know, no, you know, I, I was kind of saying that you know, five years ago within you know this industry, especially the banking industry, we we were told many times that um, you know, oh yeah, we don't we don't do open source. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. and you know, and and it takes education and everything, but but. Yeah, you know, I, I I I do know the answers, but but tell us about you know like, I guess you know within your role and and for ClearBank, you know, um, you know what are you looking at as far as you know the the consuming of open source, but then we can probably get you know a little bit further into the contribution of open open source and and uh, maybe even some some issues uh, people run into there, but but you know do you use open source. Yeah, I mean, it, it probably it's probably not an, a, an overloaded statement to say we probably wouldn't be as successful as fast as we were without open source. But you, I mean, you could almost link it to that. So we've we've been very, very much open to the use of open source mm-hmm. as well as paid for um, software products. Uh, right. we, in fact, we, we see them in the same light when we're doing a, an RFI out to a new product, uh, whether it's open source or closed, uh, you know, paid for. It's, it's it's generally looked at with the same risk profile. Uh, mm-hmm. The greatest thing about open source is you can you can see what its customers are like uh, and what they think right. of that product. So you look at the amount of issues, how quickly they're getting responded to. You look at pull requests again, how quickly they're getting uh, or how they're getting scrutinized and how they've been brought in. So it opens up like another window into 
into the risk profile you're looking at when you're bringing a new technology. Um, but yes, we're a heavy user. In fact, um, uh, again, like I say, my, my whole career has been in financial services regulated industries. Right. Um, but I would say my last company was where I first started um, seeing and being able to bring in open source technologies and actually contributing back to the, the major ones which we were we were using uh, at that previous organization. And I brought that with me into into ClearBank as well. So we're we're very much um, uh, we're, we're very much an Azure user, uh, and we're very much a Terraform user. Um, and this, we're, we're very much big contributors back to those key providers, uh, as well as a couple of other additional um, Terraform providers. Well, that's probably our largest contribution back into open source is in the in the Terraform provider space. Is it is it hard for you know? Okay, when we're talking about you know some of the the larger banks that have hundreds of thousands of people working for them, and and you know fifty thousand developers at a minimum type thing um you know do you do you find challenges with actually contributing back to open source projects you know i, I don't know the size of of clearbank but um uh but i'm imagining it's it's not hundreds of thousands of, of people yet um, no not yet no <laughs> <laughs> um but 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 do you you know like you are contributing back you know to things that that you use so so you know tell tell me about that and tell me and maybe it's a little value statement of of why you would do that, but also, you know, kind of tell me, you know, why and then and and how you're contributing back, um, maybe. Yeah, sure. Um, like I said, um, when I came in at the early stage of um, ClearBank, it was all about bringing that sort of DevOps knowledge and uh, a lot of the infrastructure's code, so we can start speeding up the recreation of the environments, the extent of those environments. Um, so that's that's where I brought Terraform into into ClearBank. Uh, and uh, for me, the, the 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 biggest reason for getting like, bank employees engaged in contributing back to the providers which we were consuming was the latest and greatest. So um, there's uh, sometimes the Azure SDK, which is what the Terraform providers are backed on, um, is delayed. So we jump on there, we start pushing our Microsoft contacts to go get on there and try and uh, speed up the updates there. And so we can get access to create those resources in the way that we want to. And then when it gets into the provider side, there's sometimes the provider doesn't have those new resources in them. So we want to start using them. We definitely want to start using them in the in the same infrastructure as code way to go through our, our own homegrown um, uh, pipeline so we can put all our compliance and governance around all these changes. So yeah, we have to jump in there. We have to go and write that code ourselves. Sometimes that means we have to be running on our own um, a, a fork of that code for a little while until it gets um, consumed back into the main uh, provider. But yeah, I mean, generally I'd say it's speed of development is the reason why we've dived into contributing back. Nice, nice. And, and, and you know, you don't have to talk about specific communities and projects, I guess, but, you know, are, are you finding that you know, pull requests are are accepted, um, and you know when you're when you're taking your fork and putting and putting it back into, or I'm assuming into a master branch, um, you know, uh, it, it, I'm assuming that you have you know different use cases than than a lot of the other you know folks that are using like Terraform. Um, uh, so you know how. I guess how how's that working out? Uh, how you know it, it, uh. Are you bringing in use cases that that you know have have you seen anybody else go? Oh yeah, you know like that that might be interesting as well. And 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 are there other use cases that that you've seen come up 
within certain projects that that maybe you've been able to actually um you know pull in and go you know we never thought of that type thing um and and that collab you know we talk about collaboration breeds creativity sometimes um are, are you seeing any of that in the open source projects that, that you're working through right now yeah absolutely like i said there's there's a complete um interlink between a few of these different projects especially when you look at things like um terraform and and the providers and then the things those providers are supposed to be uh, making changes to so right. i said we've got quite a healthy relationship with microsoft um and which then opens the door for us to be able to navigate their organization to find the people which own the 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 repositories which are open source for their sdks cool uh, and then obviously the Terraform provider is reliant on those SDKs to actually interact with Azure and create their resources. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we've definitely found um, it's been useful to have both of those relationships already open. The, the contributions we make to the providers already has given us a door in there to to, to speak to the main uh, authors uh, and, and contributors that are going to actually finally merge our PRs. But also our contacts with Microsoft then mean we can talk about design problems. So we've seen problems with certain resources and they work in a very different way from others. That doesn't sound natural to us. So we can talk to Microsoft about do we write in a way on the provider which makes it familiar across all resources or actually mm -hmm. is this a problem with your API and are you going to address it? So yeah, there's been some really interesting interplays there between the, the two uh, organizations, if you like to call them that, uh, for, for getting that working. Very cool. Um, and then, let's see. Uh, again, you mentioned there about you mentioned there actually about at the beginning of that one. Um, any frustrations with pull yeah, requests? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was just kidding. <laughs> I was about <laughs> that's slightly, was, yeah, that's slightly different between the advantages of having. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was about to couch it too. Is is you know back to you know not naming names, but but yeah, no. I'm assuming, and and I you know I will make a clear statement right here that. You know, open source is great, but it's not always easy. So, um, and and I've seen that you know within Finos, but I've seen that you know before Finos as well. So, so yeah, tell me, tell me about your frustrations. Let it all out. Pretend you know I'm a therapist and you're on yeah. the couch. And it, yeah, go, go ahead. I, I mean, this is it. I, it. It's very easy to jump on that and get annoyed because I, yeah. I mean, what, the one thing you really want to do in open source is respect really useful issues being raised even if you're not an engineer that can fix it if you're writing a really well written issue around something you've seen and you've diagnosed the problem well and you've written down uh, the recreation steps and all that because so that's that's a brilliant contribution to help out that 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 repository yeah if you've gone ahead and actually fixed the written the code to fix the problem and, uh, and put it out there to PR, that's that's even better right you spend a lot of your own time getting that done and um you, you're putting it out there to to give back mm -hmm. uh, to see either the issue or the pr sit there beyond you would or you expect to be a good uh, expectation and response is always the frustration that's the that's probably the biggest um uh a pain point in any open source repository mm -hmm. um and, and i have seen that in a few of them and i think that's probably been uh, exacerbated by the last couple of years of sure, lockdown sure. And, and burnout and uh, people walking away from some of these things not that we should scaremonger people into not using open source or putting repos out there or contributing because it's yeah, still a very big Big, strong community out there it's getting yeah. better Please we've got to find ways to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, we, but we do have to make way find ways to get that environment a much better place so yeah. like if be very clear on what those expectations are on a repo about how many people are looking after it how long you can expect to wait for a response on either issue or pr i think mm -hmm. that's really key to do, get those expectations certainly on you're going to get some people who are like i really need it sorted now but 
hopefully that filters down uh, some of it and and also some of the frustration you're expecting the other and if i know there's only one or two people looking after this and it's going to take a while for them to get back that's a little bit more easier to understand yeah the next one is incentivize and i, I only came across this recently but um gitcoin uh, mm-hmm. is coming about now so there's lots of offers for uh, you know incentivizing people by putting out gitcoin i think that's a, that's a great idea um <laughs> But but I, I mean, I've, I've speaking to other industry peers uh, more recently this last couple of weeks, uh, and it's cropped up a lot that people are in the same situation we are. Uh, we're almost fearful as an organization to put out our own repo, our own project mm-hmm. out there, because we've probably not got the people uh, and the uh, and the priority to be able to um, quickly get back those responses. Right. So it's, it's, it takes a lot of people power and a lot of priority towards it to, to make sure you are getting those expected levels up on issues and PR. So, yeah, I, I, say I haven't got a solution for how we can encourage more um, like-minded organizations like ours and even ours getting right. repos out there. But I, I, it's something I definitely would like to talk to more peers and uh, figure out what we can do to get this uh, in a better place. Right. Because, you know, again, back to, you know, the size of companies sometimes that, um, you know, we, we are starting to see financial services firms, but then also, you know, I guess vendors in that space too. Um, you know, they're, they're putting full-time employees, you know, on a project and, and, you know, once the acceptance of that started to happen, that was a a really you know big tipping point of the you know I guess for us within this you know this interesting niche space that that we're in um, open source and finance um, and and one again once they started to put a full time employee on a project even a project that was not started by their own company um you know that that's there's then you can start to solve some of those issues i think that you're talking about but but again you know like is that's a scale issue at that point um and and you 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 don't always want to i mean just resourcing wise um you don't always want to do that because obviously you know then you're just serve you've hired somebody in order to service your own project um which again you know can be you know instrumental in what you're doing but but may not you know be the only project that you need to grow in order yeah. for for your company to grow as well so um yeah i i i, I think it is it i i see it as a resourcing problem but at the same time you know if it's a sticky enough project that you know that other people you know find that it solves the problems that they're looking for you know looking to solve and that you know that they can relate to the use cases then you know maybe maybe that is something that you can put out there and then you start to build a community you know straight around because of you know the inherent needs that that other people they're in the same position um and you know but we, i mean you know honestly we we find that too with um there's some contributions that that we have you know come through that they're like we have to almost stop and say okay great you know is there more than one company that this would benefit first of mm-hmm. all you know that that is one of one of the gates that has to be passed on any project that we have coming through finos um but you know and 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 you know two three four would would be even better but um 
but then, you know, we we have to take the time to socialize, I guess, you know, these projects so that, um, you know, so that we can find out, are there other people that, you know, have, you know, the same type of problems? Are, are there use cases that are, you know, already sitting there, um, you know, that that this project so so yeah i uh it the problem that you're talking about is something that that we've been you know discovering and, and going through for you know six years now um and 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 still you know it, it I, i'm gonna tell you the dirty secret yeah it's not easy again you know it, it's um yeah. um but if you but if you have that thing that you're like okay this this does this and i've seen and you talking to more people um i believe uh in, in in seeing seeing what problems they're running into you know then you know and saying well i've got this thing and i you know and it can do this but but we're gonna need the you know the help in the community around it um that's that's what you know that's what our community managers are are you know supposed to do that's what our you know people that are involved with with uh, maintainers and projects are supposed to do like finding finding those alleys that that people can come in um and and join anyway so um go ahead you were about to say something that looked like yeah no I mean, this is it i i see the value in getting our engineers out there and contributing we we already we're very comfortable with that and we, but yeah. the thing is it's not it's not a steady stream it's when it's blocking our priority work that we get mm -hmm. our engineers focused on unblocking that priority work right so we don't have any problem of dropping them in when contributions are required to get us moving forward um it's then obviously if we want to put our repository ourselves i think that's where you know, we've got some good things internally which i think would be useful to the wider industry yeah it's just we need to we need almost like a marketplace of maintainers where we, before we put this out there with the yeah. clear bank brand on and then see the brand get tarnished from having the expectations drop you you want to kind of get out there and go right guys we think this is really useful for everyone we'll happily contribute continue contributing but we need we, we need a bit of help with maintainers um yeah, that that would yeah, be a really yeah. good place to 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 be um because i i mean i see like, if we get clearbank um employees showing contributions into other repositories it's, it's good it shows that clearbank are engaged in the community it's a it's a good place healthy place for engineers to be mm -hmm. and we would really like to extend that into these are some cool projects we've got and again that, that extend, extends the uh, clearbank brand into the wider engineering industry to hopefully gain more in, top engineering talent and retain them right 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 yes yes one another core value of open source <laughs> um but yeah it i yeah i i see the dilemma there too because because yes you know w w whether it's you know been within finos but but you know i mean <sighs> it's not just the the brand tarnishing as you said but you know it's the security vulnerabilities that if it, you know a project is not maintained you know even a minimum <laughs> um yeah. um and uh and yeah it's there, there are so many you know that's the downside of open source that that a lot of it it sounds like volunteerism but but we know that it's not really volunteerism it, it's you know that that you usually contribute to a project because either personally you find you know some gain and value in it or you know for your company you find value and gain in it too so that you can help solve your own problems but you're getting you know that that mind share of of you know other engineers and other you know contributors too that that are helping solve your problem by solving their problem um 
but, and that and that plays in well for us. Like I said, with, with our customers, um, it, if we can you know, get a lot of this good, you know, whether it's infrastructure as code, whether it's whatever it is which we've got project-wise, if we can get those sort of templates and blueprints and projects out for our customers to become better, stronger, safer, faster, right. then their growth helps our growth, right? So I think, yeah, there's that, that playing to it as well. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> that is you're you're trying to do it we're trying to do it other you know yeah it, it it's a yeah um and because because once you have that going i think what you just described is that virtuous you know the virtuous circle that that you know that a good open source project that is well run well maintained you know contributed to you know all those things you know start to happen and, and everybody gets the benefits of it um so yeah, uh, yeah, we're with you in that place. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, you know, I think before we started, I, I told you that I see, you know, I see and and you see yourself too in in like a, a different different layer in space. Um, uh, you know, than a lot of fintechs or a lot of banks and and. Um, you know, are, are there things that you're seeing out there with, with, you know, without talking about, you know, without giving away your customers, but, um, you know, are, are there things that you're seeing out there that, um, uh, that your customers, you know, that it might be interesting if they got involved as well in, in open source, uh, within different projects and whether it's yours, you know, that you're looking at or, um, or even, you know, you know, getting involved with a larger uh, project like Terraform um, yeah. that would help benefit, you know, your customers even and 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 they continue to be your customers, but but everybody is, I guess, helping each other. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, we can talk. Uh, I mentioned a little bit earlier on about like blueprints of infrastructure mm -hmm. for reliability, safety, security, uh, faster speed, all those things. Um, but what we're, what we all boils down to, I guess, is regulators. Um, and all of us have to face off with the regulators in the financial services uh, industry. Uh, and generally, well, in the UK, obviously, they're going to be the same regulators uh, uh, asking the same questions. Right. Uh, we've been quite unique spot, the size of company we are. Um, uh, from the early days of building this out, uh, we've engineers and designers of the platform and the systems have direct conversations with the regulators nice. to go through attestation, answering the questions, uh, all those sorts of things. So we've been able to have more open conversations with the regulator about how things work in the cloud uh, and how we're building resiliency, how we're building security. And I mentioned earlier on about our own homegrown pipeline for um, uh, for infrastructure's code. It's the same one for deployment of code as well. Right. So we're, we're covering off all, a lot of our compliance uh, and governance uh, through that pipeline, which means you know, hands off production environments as it should be in any industry, but still in the regulated industry, it gives us a, a single point we can go to to answer a lot of those questions. Um, so, so yeah, to help out the wider industry, I guess if we can get more projects built in a way where we can output regulatory uh, responses from our day-to-day -day systems, that that would be a huge win. Uh, and if we can get some sort of consistency uh, about ar around how we answer these questions, um, especially when it comes around to reliability and building cloud resources, because I think the regulators are quite far behind the industry in understanding how to 
take in these responses we're giving. Um, uh, so I think there's, I think there's still you know, quite a wide room for different types of reliability built by different financial services and cloud platforms. Uh, and it'll be really good to get some sort of you know, better understanding, but more consistency around the, the questioning and the responses that should be given back to the regulators. Are you, I'm going to say that talking to former regulators, that it's got to be hard to be a regulator within this space and, and not just dealing with the financial services you know, side of things, but then dealing with you know, technology. You, know, you used to be able to rely on technology you know, upgrading every six months. Mm-hmm. Now it's you know every six hours. Um, so so are I mean. Are you finding that regulators are, you know, receptive to this and, 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 you know, like, what are their pain points, um, you know, that you're seeing that, that, you know, whether it's solutions that you're working on in the one-to-one talks, um, but, you know, you know, are there open standards, open, open, you know, open source that, that might be able to help them? Because I, I know that they, they have to, they have to feel behind the curve all the time. Um, I'll leave it with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think I think our earlier conversations. Well, I'm I'm very much uh, at the front of it at the moment, speaking with those direct conversations with the regulators. So I must admit, I'm I'm a bit behind by looking up um, the latest uh, open source regulatory uh, regulatory projects. Um, so I'm, I'm probably not the best to speak about what's out there at the moment. I definitely need to get more involved and uh, and read up. Um, uh, but but uh, yeah, I'd say the the biggest thing I've noticed having those direct conversations is that they're open to the conversation about change from the original asks. So there mm-hmm. might be something like about you know how are you doing failover from one physical data center to another, right. which obviously then you've got to try and translate that into how that appears in 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 a different cloud service provider and how they deal with. Uh, data center of uh, either resilience across zones or failure over between regions, that sort of thing. So as long as the evidence you're producing um, uh, and the person uh, talking over that evidence can link it back to the original question, mm-hmm. uh, then, then I find those conversations are fairly, you know, they're, they're fairly uh, happy places to be. The regulators are really pleased with the evidence you're producing, uh, and obviously we're really pleased because we can continue building our reliability in the way we want, which is obviously as little interruption and degradation in service as possible. Good. Um, I think that as long as the 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 mindset there is is positive and forward looking, then you know. Then there's a lot you can do, and and then it's just a matter of of <laughs> figuring out the best way forward. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I like the fact that that at least again, I, it it's got to be hard. But if they're if they're getting, you know, if they're if they're getting it, I guess you know that that's that's the main thing. And that's again back to six years ago, like. Uh, you know, when this foundation, you know, was starting, it, it was just like, you know, people didn't get it. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and so, you know, then, you know, as, as sell side banks started to get it, and then, you know, we're seeing more buy side firms start to get it. And then, you know, I, I, I told you before, like I, I went to three FinTech conferences this year, um, FinTech Week London. Uh, fintech devcon and boston fintech week um and and you know totally different cultures in each one of those conferences um as as far as the the makeup but but the thing was the same you know when i was talking to people and telling them you know about open source and and, and same thing with talking to you know 
you know, some regulators too. Like it was just a, oh, I didn't even know that you could do these things and people get, and it, it's just more of a, and again, you know, there's a lot of the consumption. It's just more of a, you know, I didn't, I didn't understand the value of why this was even important in the first place. So, so really love the fact that, you know, not only are, are you folks, um, you know, consuming and, and finding the issues that you're able to, you know, contribute back on an individual basis, but the fact that you're, you know, going, okay, well, you know, we have some ideas for projects that, you know, would be helpful, not just to us. Um, you know, the, the, that's, that's the space where, you know, we as a, you know, ecosystem, open source and finance need, need more of that. And whether it's coming through our foundation or not, you know, it, it, it that doesn't, matter as much as i mean of course we would like to but you know that doesn't matter as much because it it's it's it goes back to the you know the, the tide raising all boats um mm. and uh and it's a shame like i say from what i'm hearing that like, we're not the only ones that are uh, don't feel we've got the you know the, the people power to to put these repositories out there um, and keep them well maintained so it would be really good if we can find some sort of way of getting more and more of these organizations talking together and yeah. and figuring out how we can get that that maintainer group uh out there and and uh, uh yeah keep momentum on all these good repos yeah i i, I like the idea of the maintainer marketplace it, it's <laughs> I mean, I totally get what you mean, and, and but my first—I don't know—it was you know selling the people. Uh, no, that's was wrong. Um, uh, but but no, I I I think you're right that that I think you know Stephen. What what I hope that you will see, and I hope that I will see, you know, in the next couple of years is is as more you know banks have money and and they're big and they have a lot of people and a lot of talent but i think that as as we see you know some of those large companies again start to get more involved um uh in open source you'll see you know it it goes i i feel like it goes back to the use cases that that if you can show that you have the same use case that transfers you know between companies and in across industries you know that may even lead to like standards um uh that you know you will start to see you know the you'll start to see the ability of of you know the larger resources you know coming in to to you know fill fill their own need like we said or like i said um but also you know then then it goes back to you know there's funding of the virtuous circle of the thing that you know like you you folks are out there and the fintechs are out there and the regtechs and the paytechs are out there, you know, to be the very innovative ones. Um, and so as, you know, as you're showing that innovation and, and thinking, then, you know, you get the funding, you get the human resources, you, you know, you, you get the collaboration as well, because, because the use cases, um, you know, are same or similar enough to where it, it is helpful to, to everybody. And, you know, I, I think that you will start, I, you know, my hope is that you and we will start to see, you know, more of an uptake in, um, you know, people actually putting value and then resources into open source development, um, which happens, you know, in other industries, but but damn, it's hard in a regulated industry. Um, it, it is, it is, and it shouldn't be, should it? I mean, this is it. We, we 
we kind of want to put these out there, but then we also kind of want, if they are useful to others, and this is the whole point of open source from the beginning, right? We're, we're all probably all doing the same thing in different ways in our own organization. So let's get the good thing out there. And then everyone can put all that effort into making that one point really good and everyone can consume it. Right. Yes. But I guess we just need that, um, that push to, to get those organizations, I say probably in that financial regulated market to have more of a, more of a like, conversation with each other and about projects that are coming up and uh, where is it worth everyone like finding out who's got the most amount of maintainer power to take it on and be that full owner of it and then everyone else continue contributing it'd be a very good place to be and we're going to stop right there because that was a good place to end that that's awesome um um uh thank you um you know thank you for your candor and and um uh it you know uh you know, I enjoyed listening to you at, at um, OSFF back in July, but but um, but you know, I'm enjoying our conversation too. Uh, so uh, so you know, hope we can do this again at some point. Um, and you know, uh, uh, hope hope <laughs> I hope that ClearBank and Finos can work. You know, um, I, I you know there there's always potential there, but again, like I I, I think you folks are doing the right thing um from from what i'm seeing and and so you know keep it up um and um you know and if, if our paths cross then that is awesome um but uh but but you know thanks for this and, and thanks for sharing some insight i appreciate it oh no thanks a lot grace it's been a really pretty fun conversation and yeah like i say hopefully we'll get many more in sounds good sounds good all right um with that uh i'm going to close up and i'm going to say uh to everybody out there good day good night wherever you are all right, we hope you enjoyed that podcast and that discussion with Stephen Hawkins of ClearBank. Um, again, it was really good to to get some insight uh, from somebody who understands fintechs and paytechs and challenger banks uh, really well, um, and, and some of the challenges again that they are they are facing uh, when it comes to figuring out how to use open source uh, within financial services. So, uh, so thank you to Stephen and thank you to ClearBank for uh, coming on. As always, look in the show notes on ways to get involved with Finos. Uh, just reach out to us at help at finos.org and let us know how we can help. All right, uh, we're gearing up for OSFF, so uh, please join us in a couple of months. And with that, I'm going to say good day, good night, wherever you are. Yeah.